When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, War Report family? We are back with another great edition of Building Rapport. Today, we got a special guest for you guys. Starting quarterback for Auburn University from the 2021 season, TJ Finley. TJ, thanks for joining us, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. Well, TJ, 2021 is in the books. You guys are moving through to 2022. Uh, looking back on last year, you know, what are some of the biggest things that you took away from last season that are going to help you this season? It's just the next step, you know. Uh, you know, each season has its own, you know, thing that you need to get better at. And, and when you look back at it, um, you know, you go back and you watch the film on, on what you did right and wrong. And, and you already know, you know, based on how each game went, what you already need to work on and things of that nature. But for me, I think, you know, like I've been saying since last year, is for one, it'll be consistency. Number two, it'll be um, leadership. It'll be stepping into that next role of leadership. Now that I know I'm one of the veteran guys on the team, um, you know, guys look up to me. Guys, you know, listen to my voice and, and things of that nature. So that would be the next step for me, um, you know, would be just going out and getting outside my comfort zone and, and being a better leader. Uh, we fast forward to now, and spring practice starts in about a few weeks. But right now, you guys are doing winter workouts. And one of the things that we talk a lot about with War Report is strength and conditioning. This is your first strength and conditioning with uh, Auburn. I'm um, pretty sure you've done a few with, with LSU. Uh, but talk about how it's gone so far this year. A lot was made last year about how different the strength and conditioning program is at Auburn under Harson. Uh, what has been your experience? We go four days a week. Uh, we go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, and we have two speed days, so two days that we work on technique and, and form of, of uh, pure speed and, and speed training and things of that nature. Then we have two days of conditioning, which is, you know, it hurts, but but it gets the job done. Um, and then in the weight room, you know, like I said, you know, we, we just um, upgraded our weights to the perch system, which uh, we have a timing. Basically, every weight we move, it has a specific time uh, and, and, you know, basically it measures the velocity on, on how fast we're moving that weight, uh, which is which is so amazing and so helpful to to see the progress that we're making in the weight room. TJ, you referenced consistency as one of those areas that uh, you're looking to improve this offseason. Part of that is, you know, developing chemistry with your wide receivers. So, um, you know, what kind of things are you guys doing with the receivers right now? I know practice doesn't start, you know, for a few weeks, but are you uh, out there throwing with some of the receivers now? And I got to ask you, is there any receiver that stands out right now uh, that's uh, improved from last year? Like I said, uh, this was just a part of me getting outside my comfort zone last year. You know, I kind of just went with the flow and I kind of just, you know, asked guys if they wanted to come throw. But 
But now it's just a, a totally different vibe. You know, I'm going to get guys out their room. I'm like, you know, let's go. We're going to throw right now. Uh, go put your cleats on. Let's go. Getting the, the whole group out there, the tight ends, the running backs, and things of that nature. So we've been working with each other um, for the past three or four weeks now, you know, outside of workouts, throwing with each other, getting chemistry down. And and a couple guys that stand out, you know, collectively as a group, I think we're, we're moving forward. Uh, but I think one guy that I can say we'll see a lot of, and he he didn't play last year. He was a, he's a freshman, incoming freshman, early enrollee, is Jay Fair. Uh, mm-hmm. His mindset, his his work ethic, his speed, his quickness is just I haven't seen that in a while. So um, to 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 say he's so young and, and to have the mindset that he has, I think it'll be special for us this year. Well, TJ, I think it goes without saying the quarterback room looks different now. Um, there's a lot of new faces. I mean, technically, you haven't even been here a whole year, even though you're considered a veteran. Has the communication changed much? And what do you think the competition looks like going into spring? Yeah, so the communication has gotten a lot better. You know, Coach Harson has done a, a, a great job uh, taking constructive criticism from, you know, outside sources and and the people he look up to, um, you know, on, on things he needed to grow at as a head coach. And, and us as a team, we can visually see that and feel it. Uh, so yes, the communication has gotten a lot better within the quarterback room. I can't speak for every position, but uh, within the quarterback room for sure. And, and like I told Coach Harson a couple weeks ago, um, you know, the offensive coordinator position, you know, we knew Coach Harson wanted to call his his own plays. So the offensive coordinator position wasn't so much about you know bringing in a top guy or you know a, a guy that you know has a a lot of history behind him or whatever. To me, it was just about trust. You know, so, uh, you know, as a me looking back, uh, Coach Harson at Boise, uh, Coach Keesaw was his offensive coordinator. And, you know, they had some success and things of that nature. So I told Coach Harson, you know, the biggest thing for us as an offense, you know, we would like to see stability, you know. And, and with him hiring Coach Keesaw, that made the communication a lot better. Um, you know, Coach Keesaw is now working with, you know, receivers and quarterbacks. And so he's communicating with us on, on what, you know, each place should look like and we're watching film together and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that was that was the biggest thing for us as far as communication. And, and then transitioning to the quarterback competition itself, um, you know, it, it, it's always great to compete. You know what I'm saying? And, and if you do not want to compete, you're in the wrong profession. Um, you know, it's always an uphill battle and things of that nature. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I do feel like I have the advantage just because I've been here for so for I can't even say so long, but I've been here longer than the other guys. Um, you know, I, I know the playbook like the back of my hand now. So um, but but like uh, Robbie said, I both of them guys, Zach, Robbie, um, Holden, you know, he's a freshman. I um I've brought them guys under my wing and, and showing them the ropes and and I, I don't go throw without letting them know and things like that too, because you know, some quarterbacks are try to sabotage it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's more about building a family in the quarterback room instead of trying to break us down. TJ, I want to talk offensive line for a second. So uh, going into uh, going into 2022, line play is going to be something that a lot of fans, uh, you know, and football people alike are going to be looking at to see where we're at with that. You know, uh, what is your feeling about how the line is doing headed into next season, um, you know, in terms of pass protection and and even run blocking? 
Yeah, so we're, we're returning our whole offensive line except one guy, Broderis Ham. Um, and the guy that played a lot last year, uh, Killian Zaire, uh, he's going to be amazing for us. So, you know, having these guys with a whole nother year under their belt with the same offense, I think will be tremendous for them as far as their draft stock for the NFL and will also be tremendous for us as an offense because not only do they know the playbook, they know the run game, they know who we're IDing each play, blah, 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 who the mic is, who the wheel is, stuff like that. But we also have, um, you know, Coach Friend, which is taking his coaching up to a, another level and getting guys, you know, to buy into what we're trying to do and, and things of that nature. So, like I said, I think another year, like a whole another year with these guys, you know, you'll see a whole different uh, product. Mm. Would you say that the um, uh, with with them coming back is uh, for for another year? Some guys are going to be even in their sixth year. Does it make the trust? between you and them, you know, that much better? Like yeah, absolutely, 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 yeah. Um, you know, like I said, they, they've been here for a while. You know, Nick Brahms is is, is going to his sixth year, correct? Yeah. Or is it yeah, sixth or fifth? So, you know, the fact that he's been doing it for so long at a high level, you know, that just, you know, tops it off right there. Like, you know, I, I can trust in them guys. Them guys can trust in me and things of that nature. So, that's all. That's all we're we're looking forward to right now, and we have a lot of guys banged up, banged, uh, banged up right now for the spring. But you know, hopefully, we get them back before spring is over. With. Uh, speaking of guys coming back, you know, one of the things I, I said the silver lining with COVID is it has given guys an additional year, mm-hmm. and there's some key guys on the offense that decided to take that. In addition, Nick Brom, Shadrick Jackson comes to mind. Uh, Shanker comes to mind. Those were targets for you coming back. How big has that been for uh, someone such as yourself who is still building trust with your receivers? Yeah, it's very big. You know, uh, going into a new season with some of the same guys that you threw to last year, uh, I think it's very important. Um, You know, not saying you can't get it done with with all straight new guys, but just like you said, the trust. The the accountability I'm able to hold them to, the accountability they're, they're able to hold me to, um, you know, they make me better not only as a football player but as a person off the field. You know, they, they um, those two guys are an example of true Auburn men, you know, outside of football. So having those guys come back another year and help this team and, and do what they can to, to get this team where we're supposed to be was amazing. TJ, speaking of trust, how do you feel like the timing in your throwing sessions with with the uh, with the receivers? How do you feel like the timing is going between uh, you and the receivers, or maybe even uh, the other quarterbacks and the receivers? Like, are you guys throwing on timing, like to to certain depth, or, or like what what does the pass scheme look like, or what is it going to look like going into the next year? Different routes, you know, and, and different concepts. You you never want to just go out there and just throw routes. As a quarterback, you always want to picture yourself in the game. You always want to picture yourself as you're going against the defense and things like that. So some routes, uh, you know, I, I don't want to throw it out there, but some routes that we have are progression routes. Some routes that we have are just one-stop shop routes to where, you know, if we get this type of leverage by the defensive back, we automatically go there right now. So, you know, the timing, you know, it's different each route, and that's what I'm showing the, the, the quarterbacks that haven't been here uh, as long as I've been here. So um, it's been good right now, but it definitely has room to get better just because 
that we we've been separated for so long uh you know getting back into it and that's the good thing about throwing before spring even happens so by the time day one of spring comes we should be you know hitting about 80 85 percent timing and things of that nature and it's only gonna get better from there Mm. now the coaches are not allowed to be out there with you guys during these throwing sessions right this is player led completely yes absolutely tj i'm a take a bit of a uh, side trip here and and ask about camaraderie with y'all and other the football team and other teams like the basketball team. Uh, one of the things I've noticed is uh, at the basketball games, I've seen a few of the players uh, cheering on the basketball team. They're all together cheering on. And even during last year, the football season, I, we saw a couple of basketball players there supporting you guys. What has been the camaraderie with uh, the football team, basketball team, and other sports in terms of the support and bond y'all have with each other? Yeah, the support is unbelievable. You know, um, it, it, it's top-notch. It's best I've ever seen. When I was at LSU, you know, the support, you know, from each and every sport wasn't really there. It was more so the fans. But the fact that us as Auburn athletics and, and just athletes in general, we all support each other and we all, you know, cheer for each other and are proud of each other and, and our accomplishments is is amazing. And, you know, we get the guys together and we go to the gymnastics meets. We get the guys together. We go watch softball. We So we, we make it more about, you know, us supporting us and, and not relying on everybody else to, to pat us on the back. Yeah, I was going to say, have you enjoyed watching SUNY? I mean, top five basketball team. Olympic gold medalist in in in, in uh, gymnastics. Uh, have you enjoyed watching SUNY? How how has that been? Yeah, absolutely. Me and her uh, has gotten close friends. You know, as soon as she stepped on campus, um, you know, so so watching her and, and learning some things from her, what she's been through and, and things she had to endure. Um, you know, she's an uh, amazing uh, amazing person, and even more of amazing as an athlete. Kind of sticking with SUNY. You know, I was on um, a press conference with SUNY and she touched on something that uh, that a lot of athletes don't don't talk about publicly. But I wanted to ask you, you know, she talked she mentioned she said one of the things that's been a focus for her since she got to Auburn has been her mental health. And, you know, uh, staying right up here, you know, the, the average D1 athlete, you guys have a lot of pressures on you. What are some of the things that you guys are doing to kind of take the stress off of just the everyday grind of being an athlete? I'm going to go ahead and start with this. I think the biggest difference from this year um, and last year is not not so, I wouldn't say we're focused on mental health, but collectively as a group, as a leadership committee, as coaches, I think they're more concerned about us as players, uh, us as as uh, people in general, uh, and I don't think the team last year saw that. So fast forward, um, you know, so we're going paintballing as a team. We're having breakfast as a team, you know, things like that. So that takes a toll on our mental health. You know what I'm saying? For us, we're, we're now thinking about, okay, the coach, the coaches care about us. You know what I'm saying? So now when we go work out, we're going to go work out 10 times harder because we know we plan for something. We know we, we're playing for a coach that we can trust. We're playing for a coach that actually cares about me as a person. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that that ties, to me, that ties into mental health because when you go home and, and lay your head on the pillow at night, 
you can think about that and be like, dang, you know, my coach cares about me. And instead of going home and be like, man, I'm over here working out, you know, and busting my butt and, and nobody, nobody cares about me, blah, blah, blah. So you feel like you're in it by yourself. And, and that's where a lot of athletes go through the, the depression process and, you know, wanting to quit and not wanting to play anymore and things like that. So I think as a team and collectively, we're doing a, a great job with, uh, you know, keeping body in a close circle and, and making sure everybody feels the same love. Will you, would you say last year, um, maybe that was a result of just year one, trying to get everything installed, trying to just kind of pull things together. This year, now, um, again, uh, Keesaw is promoted to offensive coordinator. There's some continuity in there. You got a few new new guys. But now, since it's year two, the focus is more building on. Does that make sense? Does that question make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I understand what you're saying. And I do think that's a, a true reflection of what was, what was going on. And I tried to get, or I didn't try, but I really got players to understand what was what he was trying to do last year. It's hard to be a, a first-year head coach in the SEC. You cannot expect a coach to come from Boise State University and come to the SEC, the West, the best conference in college football, and be perfect. You know what I'm saying? So um, everybody needs time to grow. Heck, I... I'm glad I got another year. I'm glad I got a couple more years because if I had the bank on my, my my year last year, I would be at home. You know what I'm saying? So everybody needs time to grow. Everybody needs time to to develop and and really buy into what what's going on. And and once you give that person that time and, and they I, they honor that time that they have, you'll see the results. PJ, going into spring and going into the next season, what has been kind of the theme uh, that the team has embraced? Uh, last year, of course, it was 1-0, and it could still be 1-0, but as you guys have bonded and have gotten close over the past few weeks and doing some things differently, what has been kind of the theme uh, for the next up- for the upcoming season? Yeah, so the theme is still 1-0, but I think a thing that we added uh, would be team. You know, we we... Every shirt we have, we got the team on our back. Uh, so every workout we go into, every every run we go into, we break it down on team, and that lets everybody know: look, you're doing this for your brother. You're not you're not going out there busting your butt just for yourself, but you're busting your butt for your brother. So when you go out there on Saturday nights, you look across the ball, and you like you're not finna stand in my way for letting me shine for my brother. It's not about you. It's not about you know what you're doing individually. You know. You focus on the team, your individual accolades will come. All right, so TJ, playing in the SEC West every year uh, is a grind. Uh, is there any game that you have circled next season uh, that you feel like we owe them something? What game? What game? If you had to pick one for next season, what game do you feel like uh, you want a little bit of revenge? Uh, to me, is Alabama and LSU the the. The top two games. You beat LSU though. <laughs> uh, I didn't beat LSU. Both okay, beat LSU. all right, all right. We, there you go. we beat LSU. All right. You know what I'm saying? So I I came to Auburn, um, you know, in vengeance of getting back and playing LSU every year. So mm-hmm. um, that's a big game. I got circled on my calendar just because I know so many guys over there. And although it's a it's a new coaching staff, you know, it's still the fact that I came from LSU. So. And then Alabama, of course, because the Iron Bowl and who doesn't want to win the Iron Bowl and how the game ended last year, 
I felt like we should have won. We had the game won and let it slip away. So, um, you know, getting a shot to play them again, you know, would be great. Looking forward to it. TJ, you've been spending time with the wide receivers, obviously, as you stated earlier. Uh, we have a new wide receivers coach, and Ike Hilliard. What has been kind of the reaction from the wide receivers as it pertains to him? Yeah, so knowing that he's a guy that comes from the NFL, you know, it's immediately a great positive reaction in the room. Uh, you know, then going back and, and looking at his collegiate career, he played at Florida uh, and, and where he coached at it and stuff like that. You know, it's a it's a great vibe. I, I think everybody believes in what Coach Harson is doing. And, and like, you know, Coach Brad said, Last year, we only had 50 guys, 50% of the guys bought into what we're doing to see that the whole receiver room reacted positive to this new hire and, and, and are looking forward to the new challenge is amazing and it shows maturity as well. TJ, are you guys doing any, um, as a team, are you guys doing any community work? Like what kind of stuff is the team doing in the community uh, this offseason? Yeah, so actually we have a, a community event this Wednesday. Uh, we're going to an elementary school and and going to help out with some children and drop them, you know, help uh, drop them off at school and, and play with them in, in physical education and things of that nature. We have different groups going at different times and things like that. So we're out in the community playing with, you know, kids, which is easiest to influence because not only are we football players, but, you know, not too long ago, we were we were in their shoes. So, uh, you know, those things that we're doing right now, uh, you know, and, and I think we have more uh, events coming up, you know, that I don't know about yet, but we definitely have more events coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, Cesar, one more question, and I'm going to close it out. You can go ahead and close it out, actually, bro. Okay. Um, I'm good. Okay, cool. There was one more thing I was going to ask you about. Um... Well, TJ Finley, we appreciate you joining us and giving us a little bit of your time today to talk a little Auburn football. We're looking forward to watching the quarterback battle this spring. So go out there, work hard. We're rooting for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one.